Welcome to Geek A&E, the uh, podcast show where we... Re- <laughs> What's that voice? I don't know. Sorry, keep going. Uh, welcome to Geek A&E, the uh, podcast show where we review very, very bad films and attempt to fix them in our trauma room centre. Room of hate. Room of hate. <laughs> and uh, we can't fix them because we're not qualified, so we just end up killing them every time. But we save the NHS money by not having to support them. <laughs> the NHS, they get discharged. They don't get discharged, they go straight to the morgue. I got discharged once, that's why I went to my doctor. What did we watch this time? Uh, we watched a little film called Fantastic Four, 2005 edition. Not the, not the new one. Not the new not one. Not the good one. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the original bad one. Uh, yeah, we decided to buck the trend of watching the new one and giving it uh, a load of slack. We decided to go back to the origins and, you know, look at where the Marvel universe uh, first originated the, the birth of the universe of marvel we the, were we stephen hawkins <laughs> the shit out of marvel the progenitor of the industry we now know and love known as chris evans and his fucking guns his oh, big old guns oh i i i just want to say i looked over during the film at alec and he was just googling chris evans topless it's actually chris evans body <laughs> chris okay <laughs> how do you know I wanted the whole thing. Oh, Chris. Like, I enjoy the film Thor because it was a study of the beauty of the male form. And yeah. I enjoy Chris Evans for much the same reason. Um, so, spoiler alert, Chris Evans... Is in it. Is in it and he's hench. <laughs> As you, he's, the thing is, he's hench for a normal human being. For Chris Evans, he's quite skinny. Yeah, but he's still ridiculously... <laughs> he spends a lot of the film with not any clothes on. Oh, of so and a very tight. Like I wrote, I think one of my comments was just Chris Evans' junk is really evident. He did, as you meant. Yeah. So shall we? Shall we go? Shall we begin? It? Shall we begin? So, um, this is the original film, two thousand five. What do you say? The budget was a hundred million. Hundred million of them, sweet US dollars, and it did quite well, didn't it? It made three times. Well, it made three three hundred million dollars, which I think is a success. I don't know enough about the movie industry. Well, in two thousand and five, that's like what a billion. This is before Brexit as well. Yeah, I so don't know how that was seven billion. <laughs> seven billion dollars. Seven billion dollars. Because someone, because this is when Marvel was still making money, but not just printing it out every five minutes by just breathing. Yeah. So they, you know, they had to work on it a little bit. Yeah. I don't think they did very well. What was say so from a technical standpoint? What yeah. was Bad. What was? What didn't we like? Um, well, you guys know about Fantastic Four, listeners. You know, they go into space and meanwhile, the thing happens. Meanwhile in space. Meanwhile in space. Um, so this is basically setting up the origin story of the Fantastic Four, how they became so fucking fantastic. Which I would say this, they did not, like, because a lot of complaint the new Marvel films is they need a whole film for each origin story. Yeah. This one went straight to it. It was just, yeah. here's um, Hornblower and the guy from The Shield. Yeah. Here's the, <laughs> Reed Richards and Ben Grimm. Here's Victor Von Doom, and then bam, they're in space, yeah. cosmic clouds, and they're freaks. That yeah. was it. Yeah, it Straight in. So it went to it, it didn't dilly-dally around, because it didn't even bother to explain to you who they were, why they were going to space. It very much, um, you, you said it explained it, but I sort of missed that part, because suddenly they were just like, oh, we're scientists and NASA and space! Well, they kind of explained it in that there's a bit where Reed Richards is doing a 3D projection presentation to Victor Von Doom, and he just goes... I believe this space cloud made life on Earth. The same space cloud is now coming to space. 
That's it. That's and that's all the and then they're on a space need. station and they originally hated each other, but when they get to the space station, everyone's friends. Yeah, so they set up the tension by the fact that like Victor Von Doom, as in Victor the Doom, is Von like so. I thought his name was Von to start with. I'll be honest with you. I was like, he's called Von Doom. <laughs> he was wearing a, a lot of shirts with the words Von Doom on it. Yeah, I'll look at what Von means. I don't know. Um, where's he from? A made-up country. Latvia. 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 Not Latvia. Evil Latvia. Yeah. Full of metal-faced men. Metal-faced men with very American accents. Von doesn't really mean anything. It means of or from. So he could be from Doom. Okay, Victor from Doom. (laughs) His mother, Doom. His mother, Doom. Victor of Doom. Victor of Doom. So he's very successful because of all the magazines with his face on. What does he do? They didn't um, say that either. He was just rich. He owned Von Doom. The, I, they made ice cream. He was kind of like Kevin Spacey in Nine Lives. They just did business and were wealthy because of it. Because they're set in the same universe, obviously. <laughs> the same universe. Nine Lives. See, I'm convinced that um, I, The Muppets is set in the same universe as Schindler's List is my new theory. That's interesting. Yeah. Because that means that at some point The Muppets <laughs> had to go through the horrors of the Holocaust. Well, I feel like you can make a really interesting um, children's friendly film about the Holocaust just putting the Muppets in it like so they're Muppets the Muppets are like Jewish people and I haven't really thought this through no please go on no I, I, I think <laughs> I'm so sorry uh, Vigilant Doom is very powerful and successful because of his face being on magazines because in films that's shorthand for very successful businessman unless your face is on a magazine that says a bad word under it oh like twat how, yeah like so the reason Reed Richards is asking for Von Doom's help is because he's bankrupt we know this because Von Doom throws a magazine at Reed Richards with Reed Richards bankrupt written on it <laughs> bankrupt times and so any magazine ever has given a single shit about the financial fortune just some random scientist yeah. like they didn't set up the Reed Richards as like the Steve Jobs of this universe he's just a fucking guy like, no one knows any scientists apart from what is Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm-hmm. Stephen Hawking, mm-hmm. who's mainly famous because of the, the, the wheelchair. And <laughs> I think he disagree. <laughs> well, I, I think the, he goes. I suppose the physics. I suppose and the physics. The incredible genius intellect had yeah. something to do yeah. with it. He's mainly famous for Eddie Redmayne playing. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a film. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh, right. And yeah. then. What oh, was... oh, the, um, oh, the guy who was in uh, D Ream. Brian, Brian Cox. Cox. <laughs> <laughs> He's most famous but, for D-Ream. I kind of feel like they're famous in spite of being scientists. Yeah, yeah. Like, when Brian... They have charisma. <laughs> Reed Richards has no fucking charisma. Stephen Hawking is very clever and can write a good book. Neil deGrasse Tyson, who I don't really like, to be honest. Good presenter. Good presenter. Like Carl Sagan. There's one. Yeah. But it's he more... writes good prose. But equally, if you were talking just about science, you'd probably just... I don't I don't care. You'd be hanging off listening to D-Ream. Yeah, trying instead. To out, thinking out with Alex James, thinking he was Brian Cox, yeah. and getting very confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that happens all the time. Oh, all so floppy How and do nice. you make cheese? <laughs> um, yeah, so Reed Richards is, um, is bankrupt. And can I just point out, do you know why he's bankrupt? Because his science labor- laboratory is by Times Square in the top of like this huge skyscraper. It's an Art Deco skyscraper. It's yeah, very nice. But it's very nice. But he's got like a whole massive floor, which would it's his whole lab, and it's also his accommodation. Now, if you're a fucking scientist, 
why why do you why don't you be economically viable why don't you have like a huge lab in silicon valley or utah or just somewhere where it's cheap go to detroit that's probably cheaper cheap silicon valley well okay so that's where more, <laughs> more of the science happens i assume rather than like going i'm just gonna rent out the top floor of a skyscraper in manhattan he's, he's like a freelance scientist i guess so because what? most scientists work in a lab that, that, apart from the business they work for or their sponsors yeah 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 or or whoever's funding their research so does that mean that pharmaceutical company just hangs out in his loft doing like maverick mercenary science with people yeah and we don't know what we do know um that he's got history with um sue storm known as Susie to ben who plays the thing he calls her Susie. i think victor calls her like susan everyone's got a different name for her sue bobby i still couldn't tell you a single word she said in that film yeah, so her. Oh cat- no, she got her tits out and she went. Oh, I'm embarrassed. That's bad. Yeah, it. should we? Oh, I don't. I don't film. even know what order to like go. I, it's the film's such a bloody mess that it's like because the other films we watch, you could at least like dissect them in a in a coherent way. Yeah. The Fantastic Four is so bad. Yeah. It's it's not like there's a singular thing that's wrong about it. It's like if. Despite being made in 2005, it feels like a made-for-TV movie from the yeah, 90s. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In everything about it, Chris Evans has. Okay, let's go. Right, let's go for the main ones. Chris Evans, his dress sense, what are they doing? Oh. He wears, like, culottes yeah. <laughs> at some point. He's just, he did, like he's the most new metal, mid-2000s guy I've ever met. He, like, goes snowboarding out of helicopters and cuts this random snowboarding interlude. Yeah, there's, there's, so there's he's... a really strange bit where, well, when he goes snowboarding, so they've they've gone into space, they've got all these powers, they've come back, and uh, the... They're in quarantine. They're in quarantine, the sexy nurse is like... Uh, you're, you're hot. You're hot, but like you're literally hot. You're dying. He's like um, 200 degrees is his, his internal temperature. Yeah, and which is um bad for you. Yeah, as, as a me- as a medical doctor, I'd say as as medical doctors, we'd say that's bad. <laughs> no, um, it's really bad for your sphincters. Yeah, all of your sphincters. All fifty of your sphincters. As we learned the first episode. Second episode. Second. I thought it was a. Anyway. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Um, and he decides to go snowboarding because he doesn't give a fuck because he's like crazy. Um, so he flies off in a helicopter with this sexy nurse to go snowboarding. So do NASA book the helicopter? Who paid for that? For NASA. I thought he was because he was in quarantine at the Von Doom facility. Right. Which I just pointed out they're in quarantine because of radiation and or sicknesses. You don't need to quarantine people who are radioactive. That doesn't work like that. Unless they're generating radiation, the damage is done. Doesn't work like that. Please, please explain. Please elaborate. Because if you've been exposed to radiation, that's it. Damage Alec is done. Alec is teaching us something. It's over. If you've still got an internal source of radiation, that's a problem. Like the geezers that flew over Chernobyl weren't yeah. quarantined afterwards because they weren't radioactive. Mm. They've been in a radioactive situation and then their body was degrading. Including one bloke who stood up and his skin fell down his shins like socks. Oh. Radiation's bad. So they can't be in quarantine because of that. But if they're in quarantine because of like biological reasons, none of the doctors or nurses in that quarantine facility were in any way protected. They were just hanging out in like their t-shirts and that. No, because the sexy nurse was wearing like sexy nurse, like a Halloween style but sexy nurse. <laughs> I don't mean, think she was a real you nurse. You can't repel space bacteria by the power of sexy. 
Uh, Why are they in quarantine? I disagree. <laughs> but the thing is, okay, so if Chris Evans was in quarantine and he was all like, um, Johnny Flameballs. Johnny Flameballs. Johnny Flameballs. well known. And he was wearing. Character. Yeah, and he films. was all quipping at me. And he was like, he's just basically his character is like big dick and quips. Like, we can agree on that. So he's all quipping at me with his muscles <laughs> and his tight. <laughs> his big dick. Big dick and quips. The Chris <laughs> yeah. Evans story. As read by <laughs> Stephen Hawking. Uh, right, so he's doing that, and I'm a sexy nurse. I I would find it difficult to stay away. You know, I would be like, she's professional. Ellen. I'd be like, screw it. I gotta get. He's on. quarantined. He I've, might have space AIDS. You I don't know. I've gotta get on that. Don't get on that. Dick. He's, <laughs> that space. That dick infected with asteroid gonorrhea. Oh, but he's, don't do it. He take me snowboarding. So they go snowboarding. You can't snowboard. I. I you don't know. Actually, also she was skiing. She was. She was skiing. He was because women ski, men snowboard. Because the snowboard is representative of the penis, and the V shape of the skis represents the vagina. Exactly. She was doing that a lot. She was spelling out mm. vagina with the skis, and pointing it, like, and pointing it. And then she got those sticks they have to land planes. It was a doop, yeah, doop. <laughs> and he was like, "I don't care, babe. I got a snowboard." Sorry, I've got to go do some more extreme radical stuff, like yeah. ride a motorbike. Despite all this, I really liked Chris Evans in this. Oh, Chris Evans is great in it. Like, it's... he just plays a fucking idiot, and I love it. It's like Chris Hemsworth in the new Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, just a really fit. Fucking happy-go-lucky moron. Stretching his comedy bone. Which is... <laughs> is that what she got on? The uh, comedy bone? <laughs> bone. Uh. Especially because, as it is, like, the progenitor of all Marvel movies, given how, as Ellen as, as rightfully mentioned during the screening, mm. he's so bloody serious in all the new ones. Yeah. That seeing him in this weird old comic book film where he looks like a member of, like, some NSYNC. Or, yeah. NSYNC, yeah. Yeah. And he's being all funny and wacky, and it's just like, oh, oh, Chris. This, this whole... <laughs> new side to you I haven't come seen come in Chris <laughs> come in from the cold did, just sort did, of frowning and pointing at stuff yeah did you, did you know you were so quippy um, so I've I've put a comment so about Susan Storm uh, is she old enough to be an astronaut is she old I... who's who's older okay her so she's brothers was she an astronaut why did she go with them yeah so she went into why space why did they all go into space we don't know it's never explained no no no, no. Reed Richards is a scientist so is Victor yeah. Von Doom so they're going to space Ben, ben Grimm's there because he's a, a pilot, pilot, and so is um, uh, Johnny Flame Dick Flame Balls. Why is she there? Um, she's a no. She does say it. She's a. Is, is she like a medical physicisty? She does say what she is, and I was just like, I "You're wearing remember. so much lip gloss. I can't take you seriously." Like I, I you know, I love women. I am a woman, and I feel like this film was really wow. bad for women. <laughs> I mean, there were two women in it. Yeah, okay, so... I mean, that's pretty good. Three women. That's... Three women. Oh, but one was blind. She doesn't count. Yeah, one of them's blind. <laughs> the other... One of them's blind, and they show her bumping into a bar. And it's like, she's Does... probably been blind for a while. She's going to not bump into a bar. From, from a film minority perspective. Does... Yeah. Right, so she's blind. She's black. The only black person in it, apart from one extra. She's Kerry Washington, guys. And she's guys. a woman. Which one of those takes, like, precedent in the ticking off the minorities box? Blind. So she's disabled more than she is a woman. Because this is how these things work. You don't just... Because, I mean, they they rammed in three of the minorities well, say, say into Say they one. were applying for funding to yeah, this yeah, film. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were like... <laughs> Which one takes <laughs> applying precedent? Applying for funding. I think blind. Because I feel like her blindness was her main character trait, which well, is a shame. Was, that was her main character trait. Because 
we've gone off track from Susan Storm, but there's so little to say about Susan Storm. Yeah, so Susan Storm is because um, she's, she's, just, she's just lips and boobs, and she's got loads of lip gloss on, and she's her powers are really shit. And also, there's a point where they're looking at all their powers off they got back, and Richard Reed is um, looking at everyone's powers in turn, and he's sciencing the shit out, and he's sciencing and it, and explaining he's looking... them to us, the idiot audience. Yeah, he's um, mansplaining to everybody, <laughs> even himself, uh, even himself, and then he. He sort of says to her that if she could control her emotions, she wouldn't stop like phasing in and out of invisibility. Because I think the problem with most women is that they're constantly hysterical, completely yeah. unable to function as yeah. human beings. Because um, you're screaming right now and just menstruating everywhere. I am. Um, I am PMSing and so all this... <laughs> over. Like, there is uh, menstrual blood just dripping on the floor. It's, there's estrogen. 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 I'm also knitting and ironing and, at the but same, at the same time. time. She's trying to have it all. She's trying to yeah, make I'm, career. Probably, I'm also she's trying, trying to, to do balance my taxes. <laughs> it's, all, it's got all silent I'm witness. I'm collecting my doctorate, my STEM subject. But, yeah, drinking so, a pint of Guinness. Just sort of goes, if you could have stopped being a hysterical woman for a minute Maybe. I'm sure you can control your vague powers of going invisible and force fields force fields which yeah. she only uses once to stop Dr um, I think it was Dick Van Dyke uh, The uh, Doom Doctor The Doom Doctor uh, of Doom Doctor of Doom from putting a pipe through the thing which I don't think would work anyway as he took a truck to the chest yeah pipe's not gonna uh, we'll talk about the truck when we get to the thing but she's just kind of she's just kind of there yeah which is funny because she's invisible and she, her character itself is almost invisible do in the know, plot bah, 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 bah. <laughs> do you know what sometimes it feels like just like all oh, women are invisible in films so no, I really <gasps> I really maybe... felt like Sue Storm represented like the modern day woman just oh, in, it's really deep yeah it's like, really deep the film was saying you know because the thing is obviously dealing with um, fat bald men no aesthetics how we put so much into how people look and aesthetics and he's now this sort of orangey crunchy cereal bar of a man <laughs> <laughs> and everyone every time anyone looks he looks like he's made of what sits yeah. every time anyone looks at him they just start screaming cats shoot themselves in the face <laughs> it's so funny crows vomit up their lungs yeah they're just like oh no oh he's ugly what is this this is America there's no, there's no ugly people in America we came on holiday to New York and what is this man <laughs> let's go back to Surrey because um, there's a bit where a guy like so there's okay the suicide bit Alec, do you want to we, talk about... Right, we've ditched Susan Storm. Because so Susan Storm, nothing nothing, nothing. nothing to say. Apart from that bit where they're in a traffic jam caused by the thing, which we'll get to in a minute. Mm. And so they're like, we can't get through this traffic jam because we're visible. Susan, you can get through this with your invisible power. And so she starts just stripping off. Why they couldn't just go around it, I don't know. She starts to get undressed, which is, I guess she's invisible, fine, whatever. But she's a matching bra and panty set. And she's just come from like the hospital. Mm. And um, I'm not a woman. I don't identify as one. But from being around them long enough, I know how difficult it is to get a matching pair of underwear on a good day. Let alone one. Like even a matching colour. Or even close is fine. Like black and blue. That's a fucking miracle. Getting a fully matching bra and panty set. When you've just been in hospital and got back from space. What? 
And then she turns visible again because they had to get Jessica Alba in her underwear for a bit. Yeah. Didn't like that. That was bullshit. I'm just saying. It, well, it, it was... Um... That's why she doesn't exist. It was but for it, that shot. But it's interesting how in 2005 you get away with that. Then with like, say, the Star Trek Into Darkness, they had that really pointless shot like that. bring that up as well. Yeah, yeah. And everyone just went, no Damon Lindelof. Bad Damon he Lindelof. He apologised for Yeah, it. he apologised. But Good. Shows how times have changed. But, but at least her underwear is on was practical. Yeah, it was. She was wearing like a white t-shirt bra. It was quite pushy-uppy, but it seemed... It was. I mean, it was kind of black leather pushing... I thought it was... Oh, it was. I thought it was white. No, it's black. You're right. It wasn't frilly. It looks utilitarian. Yeah. It looked like Star Trek issued... They're like, here's your your, uh, uniform. Here's your go-go boots. Here's your mini skirt. Here's your sexy underwear. Here's your black leather underwear. (laughs) (laughs) It's especially a thing so you can hear stuff. Yeah. Off Off you you go. go. Go do space. Go, go. space. Yes. Try not to fuck Chris Pine. Oh, too late. Oh, oh he's doing everyone. it again. Oh, also when Sue Storm goes um, invisible in her underwear. Because she has to take off her clothes because obviously people can see her. Because her normal clothes don't go invisible, but her she, special space clothes do. Yeah, so she has to take off, she has to be naked to go invisible. But She just leaves all her stuff everywhere. So she obviously spends a lot of money on clothes, but there's a bit when she goes visible and, and Richard Reed because they've been dating in the past. He's just like, "You've been working out," and it, she's like, "Shh," and it's like, "Oh, fuck off." I, I found that comment like weirdly offensive. A like, lot of the film is weirdly offensive yeah. to me as um, a black woman. Uh, I, <laughs> as a strong, powerful as a black, strong, woman. black woman. No, it's just she just kind of sucks. She was just there, which is weird for an invisible woman. And she was literally invisible. Yeah, to me and then and then the other female character who we will get to once we talk about the thing. The thing. So the thing um, is very sad about being the what's it man, and he goes on a bridge. If you don't know the Fantastic Four, the thing is the only one who can't can't turn his powers on and off. Yeah, everyone else went to space, got hit by cosmic rays, and came back with cool powers. So he's like Richard some, Reed he's is, a Marvel's elephant man. Yeah, so Richard Reed's a rubber dude, which isn't that cool, I guess. But he doesn't. He's not rubber all the time. See so someone go invisible and. Flame Dick can fly and be on fire. Yeah. Thing comes back. He's just a giant boulder. Yeah. It's like an orange boulder man. So he can punch through things. Oh, it's, just, it's just lame. And they did all this cool, like, poignant stuff with him. Like, he was. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff like, like his wife doesn't accept him. Does make women look bad because she just goes, Oh, they're my husband of many years, but you're ugly now. Get away. <laughs> oh, it's, it's really upsetting because basically he, he rings her. From outside their house. Yeah, and she's got a big, You're welcome. No, you're welcome. Welcome home, even, not you're welcome. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a sign saying you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> you're Cheers. Wel- I'm a great wife. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> she's just got a sign that says, Welcome home on the outside of their apartment, which I thought was really weird. I was like, Why would you not have that? On the inside. Because she wants him to know that he's welcome from the outside. Okay, that's true. Well, he's not, is he? Like, welcome <laughs> on the outside. But on the inside. The cold, inside, yeah. unrelenting. So uh, she's, he all rings her and he's unwelcome. all like, um, come outside. And she comes outside uh, wearing a slip. Uh, practical, obviously. Uh, it looks is like it's cold. Is that what a slip is? That's what a slip is. Oh. So she's wearing like a blue... I thought it was a negligee. It is. That's the same. Are they? Yeah. Oh, we've learned something. This Wait, evening, I ladies think. And what do you think a negligee is? What she was wearing. So it's one of those things. It's like a the, blue thing. For the viewers at home. It's like a blue frilly. So one of those things that women wear in films where it's like made up of like satin and it's kind of like almost like a long vest. Yeah. With a frilly bit on the bottom. Like you'd never sleep in it, but you would wear it if you were like, oh, you're back from space. Why don't you <laughs> check out my 
Okay, I've just Googled negligee. It is not a negligee. It's a negligee. A negligee is fucking far more exposed than I'm putting that search away. Yeah. You should have gone incognito, mate. Oh, the fucking... Oh, GC, Too late. GCHQ forever. It is a, uh, it's a slip. GCHQ see me Googling it. They're going to come around my house and yell at me for being a perv. Oh, like you and your negligees. <laughs> um, so uh, she comes out in a negligee slip. She comes out in a slip. And uh, she she looks at him and just does that thing where he's like, I can explain. She just backs off in horror and she's like, no, then she's, no, yeah. you're so hideous. And she screams and runs away. Yeah. And he's just there alone in the street. Yeah. Orange. And then an extra's like, I'm going to call the police, buddy. <laughs> what would you say? What Help you... police. This uh, man is orange. Uh, there's like a giant, what's it, man? There's a rock guy. Around. What's yeah. he doing? Not a lot. Looks really Someone's sad. been tangoed. And they kind of carried on this thing of the, the thing being the only one Who's sad. Who hated it. Yeah. Like, deeply. After he finds out his wife hates him, suicide plot number two out of three films we've seen so yeah. far. He sat on the Brooklyn Bridge, um, overlooking it, just muttering to himself, kind of making jokes about it, which is odd, but whatever. Hmm. Pigeon comes along, shits on him, classic banter. And he turns to the left, and there's a guy with a briefcase about to jump. And the guy sees... We don't know why thing. he has a briefcase, but just so um, you know. Business. Yeah. He was Kevin Spacey's dad's character. Yeah. And he sees he sees the thing and mm. is so repulsed by the thing that it frightens him back into loving life. Yeah. He is so horrified. What the He's thing like, I've like. seen the devil. <laughs> I'm not going down there, mate. I've seen yeah. what your business is like. And he backs away and runs away over this bridge. So there's a girder that run over the route, oh, run over the roadway. He's on that. And the thing's like, all right, chill out, mate. Come here. Yeah. And the guy's like, no, he falls. no, you're so weird. You're so ugly. He falls into the road. Uh, mad cap hijinks ensue. The thing shoulder tackles a truck to save the man. Every, big car crash. Seven people die. Literally. They would have, but yeah. they didn't. And so big car crash. There's heroics ensue, you know. All the Fantastic Four get to exhibit their specific the, special powers. They do their own special theme. Like the thing pulls... I'm saying thing too much for a thing that has ben. the character Let's just call him Ben. Let's call him Ben. He's a human. Let's humanise. Let's humanise Ben. Yeah. Ben pulls a guy out of a truck using his big strong strength. Reed catches a man who was falling off the bridge. A fireman. Why is he falling off the bridge? He's a fireman. But why was he... Because he's a fireman. <laughs> he's falling off the bridge. I forgot. Johnny Storm did something. Um, there's lots of fire and he shields a little girl from the fire. Oh, yeah, because he's... Fire and then Sue Storm is invisible. And... Uh, she doesn't do anything. <laughs> <And then laughs> she, she takes off her clothes. The heroics happen. They go to arrest Thing for and the every, crime and then, of and being then all ugly. the police are like, "Get down, buddy!" And then everyone starts going. <laughs> and the police are like, "You know what? I'm not going to shoot this guy for no reason because everyone's clapping." Which for the American police is really shows a lot of restraint. Yeah, basically, their safety no word reason. is clapping. Well, the firemen were clapping. Oh, the firemen. If there's anything we know about New York, the firemen, the police are busy, mates. Yeah, someone say clap. Projects happen. Everyone's clapping. Yeah. Like, yeah, the thing. He's sick. Ben, you're amazing. I love you. What to eat balls? Yeah. <laughs> and then his wife turns up because they've all randomly turned up at this car crash. They had no reason. Yeah, to be. they're all really trying to get to Brooklyn. Yeah, they're, they're like, oh my god, to... they've got a sail on tennis balls. Let's all go to Brooklyn. She turns up, and while her husband is being, she's applauded, like, I've got a Tinder date in Brooklyn. <laughs> oh no, this is awkward. <laughs> Her husband's being applauded by the people despite his appearance and she looks at him and she takes her wedding ring off and throws it on the ground and runs away. 
And it's just... Like, my God, the thing, Ben, does not catch a fucking break in this film. But, like, it's the most extreme reaction. I would understand... It's almost like she caught him, like, fucking another woman. You know what I mean? Like, her with reaction... weird orangey Watson Yeah, dick. yeah. Like, it's like she saw him penetrating another woman <sighs> with his weird dick. But she's just like... Full penetration. Oh, no, because you're so ugly and I'm really superficial. Right. And also, the thing that really pissed me off... She's such a bitch. She takes a wedding ring off. She puts it on the floor, knowing full well he can't pick it up with his big clumpy hands. So she's almost like, ah, you'll never get this. It's like, why she just leave a trail of things on the floor he can't pick up? And here's your keys. And here's your idea. Here's your passport. You can't pick that. It's very thin. Here's this coin laid flat on a surface. Yeah. Get this one, chubby. It's going to lay lots of things very close to the ground, which you can't possibly pick up. I am. I am. Hornblower. Hornblower, who played Reed Richards. Yeah. Um, was. He's, I don't think he's a bad actor. It's just. He's just, he's like, he's like... He had nothing to work with, let's Blum- be honest. He's blamange. Yeah. He's a, he's a blamange. He's a human blamange. Like, if you went to a buffet and you were like, look at all these puddings, what don't, what isn't standing out to me, that blamange, that's him. I don't think he's leading man role. He's not. The main problem with this film is they put him in a leading, a leading man thing. And I don't yeah. think he's really, really suited for it. If anything with that film, it made me want to see more Chris Evans. Yeah. Chris Evans like had real movie star charisma. Yeah, man. Whereas Yoan Griffith, he was just kind Griffith. of, and he did lots of lot of the stretchy stuff he did was really disgusting. Yeah, Chris <laughs> was, Evans does go, that's gross. Like yeah. he stretches his hand under a door and but, it's just grim. Oh, but it's like it's not, it's just part of his finger. Oh. That's the thing, and the rest catches up. <laughs> oh, and he builds, <laughs> he builds this machine. He explains he he does some ex, he does a lot of exposition. Reed, yeah, Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> His, uh, his main role in this is just to do expositional science, yeah. explaining their powers, saying, this is why we're going to space. Now we're back from space. This is why we can't leave this room. That sort of shit. Uh, is, this the, is this the PowerPoint you're trying to talk about? Yeah. So he tries to build a machine. Oh my God. Tries to build a machine to turn them back. Mainly, let's be honest, Ben, because he's a rock monster. Everyone else seems to be quite enjoying their powers. So they're sitting having breakfast. <laughs> And the thing is having trouble with a fork. Oh, well, they keep giving him lots of tiny, tiny things. And Reed Richards is gabbling away in the background and things like, I can't pick up this fork. He's Ooh. like, oh, he's like, oh, oh, never ending story. He's like the thing in the never ending story. <laughs> he's like, there was such, have you seen the never ending story? No. Okay, so Al- <laughs> Alec is like six years younger than me. So I, there's a lot of references. I'm like the never ending story. He's like, what's that? What a pogs. I'm like, George. Michael he's Jackson. Like, Who's that? <laughs> Celine, do you what? Um, I saw Titanic. How dare you? <laughs> um, so there's a Robocop. Labba what? <laughs> That's a rubbish rebooted film. <laughs> I uh, I saw this film the other day, this new film, Jurassic World. It was pretty good. They Dinosaurs, kept, right? They kept asking about this other Jurassic Park. I've never they, heard of it. But no, I wouldn't know. No. I'm too youthful. <laughs> 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 look at me. I'm so young. You it's could like, bounce a coin off my abs. <laughs> it's like looking into um You know the bit at the end of um Indiana Jones. Yeah, you know the bit at the end of Prometheus. When... <laughs> Guy Ritchie. I'm Guy Ritchie. <laughs> it's like the bit at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade yeah. where if you, you pick up the, you choose poorly and drink the wrong cup. Yeah. Ellen is that Nazi. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm short round from and you're, the yeah. Temple of Doom. I'm there for no reason. Oh, and I'm, it's like, you know, Benjamin Button. 
We're just like going wrong direction. <laughs> I'm I'm Benjamin Button at his retirement party. Yeah. And there's and Benjamin <laughs> Button at his high school graduation. Yeah. So uh What, what the fuck are we talking about? about? <laughs> I've just was... I've just written down Dalmatian dog and fire truck. Very realistic. <laughs> And also, and also, the film's a fucking mess. I can't even fucking complain about no, it. Um, well, so no, no, no. So Richard Reed was expositionally explaining. Oh, the PowerPoint. Yeah. So he's been working on a way to because the things are like up. let's catch up. Yeah, the things are like me so sad, me so big, a sad, strong. He's not the big. Hulk. He can speak English. <laughs> <laughs> me thing. <laughs> me sad. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, because he doesn't. I guess he doesn't phase. So he's all like, oh, I can't use forks. And uh, Reed Richard, and he's like, "Is this a real?" He's like, "If I picked up a doll's house or a real house, I'm so confused. Perspective, blow my mind." Uh, Hornblower is like, "I can fix this. I've made a PowerPoint, and he's made a PowerPoint which shows the machine he's made, and it just says on it reverse mutation." And he's brought it to breakfast. <laughs> he just holds it up, facing up. Cards. Like this is my machine, and on this side it says create cosmic storm and then an arrow and it points through to the machine that you're stood in Ben and it says reverse mutation <laughs> isn't this good and they're like aren't I a good scientist <laughs> is that have you built it I've got it's a like, bit Josh Widdicombe yeah it's like <laughs> I haven't built it I just do the powerpoint so <laughs> spent eight weeks I'm really on good at my uh, Adobe Illustrator yeah like, okay Reed Richards is a non-entity um, I don't under- really understand why his powers are so good like he's rubber but so yeah. Like, like, name two in well, no three in this oh, film. Oh god, I don't know if three name instances one, before you say where it. the rubber is actually useful. Um, so, so we can do one, which oh, is the door. The door. They open a door, but from the other side because you can stretch your fingers under it and lock it. Uh, there's the bit where like so the thing uh, Victor Von Doom manages to manipulate the thing into going. Adam, ag- please, Ben. Ben, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin. Um, <laughs> Benji boy manages to manipulate him into going against Sue and like in a really lame way so basically he's trying to divide up the team because he wants to kill them for reasons that are never explained like, I think we... he's cross because they ruined his company by oh, being in space that's right yeah so for some reason he blames them for the cosmic storm which changed them all I and... mean it was rich it was Reed Richard's idea but what were they going to even do when they were there just like stick a thermometer like a thermometer outside some... the window <laughs> stick ha, out a ha, jar and yeah. then catch them <laughs> yeah. put it in the jar put it in, yeah. take it home and like keep it like a stick and then just frame it yeah and then... look, space space cloud yeah yeah I, I think it's because there's a lot of board meetings in it and I think that's why he hated them because of he ruined their company but he did but what's the company going to do with like the space dust I were they just going to look at it and go, this is... I have this suspicion the film wasn't very good. I don't think they um... really... <laughs> they were like, you guys don't care, do you? And they were like, no, no. show us Chris Evans. <laughs> look show, at his show balls. Us tiny, <laughs> show us his tiny um, outfit again. It's so tight. Um, but, yeah, I don't really know. Because Von Doom's the end. Namely, his name is Von Doom, mm. which, of course, he's a villain. And no one really... He just sort of turns up and does bad stuff. He stopped, like, oh, he, but his his um his character arc's more interesting. Is it? He well, turns no, metal. No, no, but he Spoilers, turns... Spoilers. No, no, his mutant no. power is he's metal. Okay, so everyone gets back and they quite quickly turn into whatever they turn into. Whereas he very slowly turns metal. So it's actually more interesting if you're not too sure what his powers are. Because I wasn't 100%. I haven't actually read much Fantastic Four. I still Four. don't know what his powers are. Yeah, so his powers is I like... I thought he was just clever. <laughs> 
But it's also... Um, I thought it was like Evil Iron Man. Having fabulous eyebrows. I mean, mm. he, they are on fleek. Is that a thing? Is that a thing um, you could say? Uh, yes, as the voice of a youth. Actually, no. Like from November this year, I will no longer be a young person. Oh, because you can't get your rail card. Twenty-five. You'll be twenty-six. No, I will be twenty-five. You'll be twenty-five. I will be twenty-five. Means I can't go to the watershed anymore and get the twenty-four and under discount cinema ticket. So I'm never going again. So his powers are slowly building. Yeah, so it's actually quite interesting because you see him turning evil. At one point, he blows a hole in a, a board member's chest, which was actually so quite... at one point, out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, cause they sort of, he's got this scar on his head, it's getting bigger, and he goes to a doctor, and the doctor's like, you're turning into a metal man. He's like, I've done some, I've done some I've... tests, I don't know what any of this means, but um, the, metal the, man? The, the metaloctomy. Yeah. Um, you do them on the local aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. You attach a cystoscope to what? a metal detector yeah. and shove it up his ass. Yeah, he and must... It shows you how metal he is. Oh, they just got like a giant magnet and went, yeah, metal. Metal. And Maybe also metal. you're mostly made of metal. Like his hands and his... He's like... He's kind of... He starts with going metal from like the inside out. Yeah. And we so have, we don't know if his genitalia has gone metal. We can only assume We can yes. only assume that was the first so thing that went. He's got a scar on his head and that starts slowly getting bigger and like yeah. ripping open to expose the metal. Yeah. And his hand's all metal because he punches a wall and it goes metal. Mm. And, but then he sort of discovers the ability to summon electricity into himself. Yeah. And he discovers he's metal. And immediately he starts killing people. So he kills a doctor that tells him he's going metal. It's almost like the only thing stopping this... No, no, because he says, I'm going to have to report you to the CDC. And he says, the CDC? And he's like, the... Con- was it? Centre for Disease Control. And he's like, I know what the CDC is. I know what it means. And I was like, oh, is it the centre for the cuddly dick... Convention. Convention. I don't know what the CDC but is, but now I do. Centre for Disease Control. Yeah. They work with FEMA a lot. Well, the idea is, so CDC just, is like, if you get like an outbreak of like Ebola in Texas, the CDC swoops in and sorts Yeah, no, out. I've seen Outbreak. All right, the mate. Doc, the documentary. Oh, I said I don't know what the CDC is, but I've apparently s- I do. Well, I've seen Outbreak and the Steven Soderbergh film. The Steven Contagion. Soderbergh film. Oh, yeah, yeah fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. All right. And also him and Sue are dating, yet there's no chemistry between them. They don't really kiss. He puts his arm around her at one point. She turns on him before the end of the space section. Yeah. So they go to space very quickly and she already turns on him in that bit. Yeah. He goes like, so the space cloud's coming. Let's kill everyone. Ben's outside. (laughs) He's doing some space repairs. And they're like, oh no, we need to close the shields to stop the space getting in. But Ben's out in the space. Yeah. And he goes, I'm doing it anyway. And she's like, fuck off, mate. And then sprints off. That's it. That's their relationship over already. But he sends a lot of flowers. Yeah, but she was unconscious. So she but he sends her the flowers she's allergic to, so not a great boyfriend. Uh, secret secret plan to kill her, mate. Yeah. That's, the, that, that's the Von Doom difference. That's the Von Doom way. The, <laughs> kill him while they're sleeping with the Do allergic. you think he's related to Von Dutch? Yeah. They're um, cousins. They're, they're cu- <laughs> 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 oh, Von Doom, glad you could make it to my wedding. <laughs> the Von Von Dutch, it's good to be here. <laughs> No, that's a sitcom I want to see. <laughs> like, guys, guys, got a pitch for you. Uh, one hi, Dutch Harvey one Weinstein, boom. is that you? Ring, ring. Don't know why I'm ringing him after I've spoken to him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're just saying ring, ring to him. Just saying ring, ring. Johnny Cool, um, Johnny Flame, he heats up popcorn at one point using his hands. Yeah, because there are bits in this film that I liked, and that yeah. was one of them. Mainly him doing funny things. Like, yeah, Chris Evans was the only thing in this film I really liked mm. properly. Well, that's not, I quite like the sort of, they were trying to be more poignant with the thing. But there were just these little bits where they sort of, they're sort of putting some effort in. Like, so Johnny gets some microwave popcorn, but he just puts it on his hand. Yeah. Because he's hot, he can heat it up there. He doesn't need the, doesn't so, need, he doesn't need the microwave. He's a human barbecue. And that, I know, and that's, 
I just really liked that so much. I also um, I also noticed that like there's a lot of signs that he's like a real badass because when you first meet him, he's kissing a woman whilst driving a motorbike. And she's in a car. And she's so in a car. So they're like driving next to each other. And we other. never see her again. So we assume she veered off the road into a ditch. I think she was on a straight road to... <laughs> to NASA. Was, to space. To the space thing. To space. So she veered off into space. And there are a couple of jokes in it I quite liked. I couldn't tell you what they were. Yeah. But I remember laughing genuinely a couple of times. He said some funny stuff. They all said some funny stuff. Ben was quite funny. Yeah. You know, oh, he put shaving cream on, oh, on Ben's hand. Really childish. And then Ben him. rubbed it into his eyes and, and he, he was like, it. ah, you wanker. And he does a silent, like, double fist in the air. Grr, a, into a fist pump. I'm gonna yes, get you. Yeah. I've done it. Yeah. So good. And just, they show a bit as well where Johnny has two women on his arm and that's like um, cinema language for the women love him. Did, did those women pass the Bechdel test? Did they? They didn't talk. <laughs> I was like, did they talk? No. Oh, did this film pass the best test? Yeah. No. No, wait. No, it didn't. Wait, how do you pass it? It's two women talking about something and men. Two women with a speaking role and they've got to speak to each other while discussing things that aren't related to the men in the, in the story. Oh, there's a little bit. Okay, actually, it did. Because at the end party when they successfully stop um, Von Doom, the Kerry Washington, blind Kerry Washington, and. Um, <laughs> She's just Kerry Washington. Well, She's in, not. <laughs> And um, she was better than PJ or Duncan, uh, who was the one who played the blind guy in Biker Grove before your time. All the uh, all the nineties kids will know this one. PJ and Duncan. I was born Biker in Grove. Biker Grove. All I know from Biker Grove is I watched one episode. I didn't like live action as a kid. I was yeah. much more into cartoons. I could just about do with news round. Right. Well, there's a bit where um, I think it's PJ. PJ goes blind. He's like, oh, me eyes. Um, <laughs> oh my eyes he's a, a paintballing accident like these two oh. he cheats on these two women and they decide to get revenge oh, on him and they fire paintballs into his face and whoa, he goes blind whoa, okay. it's a very serious um, how often were the children of the north blinding each other in paintball accidents it was, for it the was commission just, of the BBC just for Mike what was it like back in the middle ages <laughs> with you blinding each other with paintballs at every opportunity every, every teenage drama was like that but um so anyway uh, the best Delta. So, um, so blind <laughs> Kerry Washington and Sue. She gives her some more booze, and she's like, "No, I've had enough." So it passes the Bechdel test. Technically, it does because the booze is not as has it, as far as we know. They're not talking does about not men. Have a gender. Yeah. So they're just like, "You're a drunky," and she's like, "I know, right?" Oh, anyway, I was going to say. What right. else did you like? No, no, I was going to say. Um, okay. okay, so you know, in films where they so they, they films show, you say explain in in general. <laughs> So the, you know when they show Johnny with the two women on his arm? Yes. And they do that a lot in films where they're like, all oh, the ladies, he likes the ladies. Tony Stark probably does it at some point, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, exactly. He probably had his arms around them while Pretty sure on the first Captain America that happens as well. Yeah. And it's like, does... I, wa- I want to see the scene after that. I don't want to see it. But does that mean he's going to go home and fuck them both? Yeah. That is the implication, isn't yeah. it? Isn't that a weird implication to have in like a 12 film? No. It's like, I've got two women. You're wrong. So I'm going to have a no. threesome with them both. It's entirely normal. But I don't think he would. There's a the thing. I think when I see that, I'm like, no way. You're way too arrogant to follow through with that. You'll go home, you drink some scotch, and you'll watch him. No, let's off with each other. He's basically American Psycho. It. It'd be in a mirror. Oh, yeah. Just him thrusting and flexing and explaining Phil Collins. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's 2005. Just him going. Like, not the Have music. you heard of Sum 41? I think <laughs> I knew it was the most seminal work yet. I really enjoy how they've blended surf punk with skate punk in a way that really brings into the scar the scar movement that's resurgent lately. I, By the way, hey Paul, crunch. That's, that's, that's what he's doing. 
I really want to see the modern day version of American Psycho where they're just explaining Lincoln Park and uh, something you want. <laughs> oh, we've already gone off the stuff we liked. Back no, no, into no, stuff no, no. Okay, no, no. It's just um, okay. So there's a bit where like Von Doom's trying to trick Ben into um, going against the baddie, like going against Sue, and he's doing the thing that, like you know when they they're trying to split him up. Yeah, he's like to... Red Red Witch, Scarlet Witch. Turning Tony Stark all mental in Avengers. Yeah, two. yeah, 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 two. Yeah, or some other examples. Yeah, <laughs> so that all about. the examples. Um, but they're at a diner because Ben like obviously eats everything because he's the thing. He's got like a huge stack of pancakes. They never mention that he's has some sort of increased metabolism. He well, he must of, do. He's just, he's made of rocks. Last time I checked, rocks don't need energy to live. But he's a lot bigger than he was when he was the man from he's the He's made of rocks. Yeah, but he's and his organs are rocks, but because they do go, his insides are solid. Like, oh, yeah, so does he well, poop out rocks? Like his cock and balls. So he's got this huge stack of pancakes, and this happens in films that really upsets me when they order really nice looking food and they never eat it, and I find it really unrealistic. It's the same on continuity errors. No, but I know, but it's like it. It weirdly always takes me out of the film because don't you don't you think like if you ordered a huge stack of pancakes, you just start eating them whilst chatting. If you've ordered food, start eating it. And talk. I wouldn't speak. I would immediately ignore the person. That yeah, I'm exactly. With. So would I. I just start eating the delicious because food. My survival instincts would kick in. And I think is if I speak to them, they will try and steal my food. So I can't speak to them. Or they'll distract me from the food. Yeah. I'm just saying, Hollywood, if you're going to make a film and you have Hollywood. two people in a diner. Wouldn't get with a Brad Pitt film. He's always eating the greedy bastard, isn't he? Oh, isn't there like a super thing of him mm, seeing films? Him chewing. Like apples. Crisps. Eating. Yeah. But yeah, the thing orders loads of pancakes, doesn't eat them. I just, I just think I want to see more films with people ordering food in diners and actually eating it rather than looking at each other and talking about something very, like, a tense thing or just, like, getting more coffee given to them but also, not eating their pie. Ah, Thor the did it. Thor ate in the first Thor film. Oh, he did. You see him constantly eating and then he drinks the coffee and goes, I like this drink, smash. I don't yeah, know. Mo- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the best jokes in the film. Yeah. Also, the problem is, so the thing is in a diner, a lot of the film is set up the thing is too big for human for human world. He can't go in a lift, he's too heavy. Yeah. He breaks a bed just by being on it. He sat in a normal shitty diner chair. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Drinking from a shitty coffee cup, perfectly fine. Earlier he shattered glasses just by looking at them. Yeah. <laughs> How is he planning on eating these pancakes without just shoving his hands over them and shoving them in like a fat child? Yeah. Because maybe he can't use a maybe... fork because he bites because during the exposition scene with the PowerPoint, if you could cast your minds back. During the comedy bits, he's got a fork and it takes him ages to pick it up and he puts it on a bit of fruit salad. He goes to bite it and bites through the fork as well and then pulls yeah. the fork out and goes, Ooh. <laughs> What? What? Maybe that's why he doesn't eat the pancakes because he just has to be like, nom, 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 nom. Oh, he's too embarrassed. And, to eat and then in front he's of eating the table. Oh, he's got eating disorder. Um, the thing's the most deep character in this and he's made of stone. He was, but his, his journey was actually quite moving. From Thing to, well, they. From Ben. To thing back to, to back ben. to Ben and then back to the thing, but in a way back to Ben. Back to but he was always Ben, deep inside. And Kerry Washington in his stone heart, the blind woman could sense that. I'm sure she had a character name. With her, she like they, they just basically introduced her. He was At like a bar. yeah in a bar. She's in a bar on her own, and he was like, oh I'm so sad, and she's like, don't be sad because I'm blind, so fuck you, buddy. <laughs> and he's like, you're ugly, but I can't see. Yeah, and then she touches his face, and she's like. Oh, I guess. And um, and then she goes. And like, then the they're quote? dating? Yeah, I think they're dating. And then at the end, she's like, oh, 
he smashes some glass. She's like, you've got to be more careful. And he's like, oh, you've got to be more careful. She with- says, you've got to work on your touch. And he grabs her and goes, oh, I don't understand that. And then five seconds later, she's dead because he's fucked her and he's, he's fucked, torn her in he's, half. He's fucked her guts Torn her asunder. Why? So I think we should try and explain briefly. The, oh, should we explain the plot? Fuck it. So... Go on then. The reason that... So when we mentioned that the Se- thing seven turns words. back into Ben... Victor Von Doom helps... So Reed Richards is trying to make this machine to make them not cool anymore. I believe it's called the reverse mutation device. Ver- the reverse mutation device. Yeah. It's like a cupboard you stand in and come out normal. Yeah. It works for Thing, but then it turns out Von Doom... Well, Von Doom makes it work for Thing. He sticks his hand in the power source. To give him more power? <sighs> Something no, like but that. It, doesn't, it doesn't work initially with Reed Richards because when he goes into it... Because he hasn't paid his fucking electricity bills. Yeah, there's not enough power and then his face starts to melt and it looks like he's had a stroke or stood next yeah. to a warm candle. So he's trying to make this machine work and he, he Reed Richards, Hornblower, tries it on himself and he comes out and goes all wobbly on one side. Yeah. So Jess Kramer drags him off and goes, you need a doctor and then we see a rooting through a first aid cabinet. Now, I'm I'm not a doctor. I am a doctor. But I don't know what first... As a doctor? In a first aid cabinet, there is usually, at best, your most... Uh, this is a really, really good first aid certificate. Mm. You're going to have an automate, an automatic defibrillator. Most of the time, you're going to have a few bandages, some sterilising stuff, some scissors, maybe a maybe a needle and thread if you're really old school. Maybe some. Cow- How does cow- that fix Rubber Man? Yeah, Rubber Man whose face is melted. It doesn't fix that. Anyway, so here's a little nap, and he's better. And for he's some better. Reason. Here's a nap, and he's he's not rubber anymore. Yeah. Why is hell a nap? Von Doom is come along and just been like Ben I'm going to make you not the thing anymore and Ben's like I want to eat my pancakes that's sweet obviously I'm going to do that turns him into Ben and then he's like haha I've defeated one of the Fantastic Four and the guys and Ben's like wait that means the thing can't stop you what do you need him to stop him in the first place and also what are they stopping him from doing like why does he hate them all and want to what is his plan yeah what is his goal he doesn't have one he's just like I'm powerful that's it. And the yeah. thing doesn't do anything. He's just like, I uh, want to kill people. That's it. And they have a big fight. And then they defeat him in a sort of Terminator 2 fashion. Yeah. Where they freeze his liquid metal form by... Johnny makes him really hot. Yeah. And then they squirt water at him and it freezes him. I will say, I learned a lot about science in this film. Because there was a lot of stuff about like... No. They, no, 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 no. No, you didn't. <laughs> I feel like I did. No, no, no. Because they said like, what happens when you freeze rubber? And but I was they like, didn't you know explain what? it. I don't know. <laughs> they just Can go... you tell me, Mr. Doom? So Doom captures Reed Richards. And he makes him cold. And he just goes... Oh, Mr. Richards. <laughs> Sounds like. Well, who is he? <laughs> oh, Mr. Richards. Oh, Josh Whittacombe, he says. <laughs> He's like, so read Chemistry 101. What happens when you super cool rubber? Doesn't explain what happens when you super cool rubber. Well, it's because he knows because he's so smart. I mean, well, I don't I mean, know. I'm a it, fucking idiot. Yeah, I was going to say, the idiot was like. Mate, I've got um, a B in physics. Do you turn into a chicken? You just sort of sit there, apparently. And then at one point he goes, what happens when you super heat rubber? It's like. What is this fucking pop quiz, man? I guess I'm here to watch get... some shitty superhero movies. I, I, something. You know what? I really appreciated the science. I appreciated the educational levels in it. I learned about um, elements. I learned about different states they go through. I think... Such as? An example that you've learned from this film. Um, How hot did Johnny get when he needed went supernova? To, I remember. To, wait. Oh. I've written... I learned lots about science in this stuff about metal and rubber. That's I've written that. <sighs> 
And I also written right thigh covers his dick at end, so can't see. (laughs) 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 So at the end of the film, I've written Johnny's Butlin's outfit, so I'm not. Oh, okay. So Johnny has some really good outfit changes right at the end. He's wearing a red. He's wearing a red coat. He's wearing a red blazer. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So um. (laughs) Right at the end, we learned stuff about science. You don't think we did? I feel like I did. Because they defeat him by so they use they use science. Richard Von Doom is made of metal. Yeah. And they defeat him by Johnny Storm flies round him in fire mode, Mm. and then Sue Sue Storm contains it sort of. Yeah. So he's really hot. And they, and they, so basically Johnny runs out of juice yeah. and falls over and Doom's like, ha ha ha, was that meant to impress me? He's all hot and drippy. And there goes, what happens goes, to... What happens to when you rapidly hit cool, super hot metal and then thing kicks a fire hydrant. And then there's a kid who's like, I'm doing a science test I'm on Monday, I know. And I'm like, I don't know, please show me. And it just kind of frees him in place. I think it's meant to, well, I mean, I think what actually happens is the metal breaks but no but he stays very solid and you can like you see his abs see his abs and you can also but his right thigh is leaning forward in a forward motion sort of three quarters from the front yeah to his right so his thigh where he's been striding towards them just about covers up his junk them steel bowels yeah so you can't see because basically in this film you can it's like the film felt like it was a giant phallic thing. It was just like so many dicks in my face. I didn't get the phallic thing. Did you not get that? Okay, no. so in a Reed Richards lab, there was like a lot of phallic shaped things. I didn't see any of these phallic objects. But also, <laughs> but also, it was like whenever they put on their really tight outfits, you just saw real proper, like David Bowie and Labyrinth outlines. Jessica Alba's dick. Yeah, Jessica Alba's. <laughs> but it was like, it was a proper, you know. I felt only Chris Evans. And he was, co- he was I, strutting I, around like a peacock. Uh, I saw hornblowers as well when he was wearing his. I mean, you can't really hide it. But... I kind of feel that's more just a limitation of the of the like of the skin type. I mean, it's, suit it's inevitable. It's inevitable. More than the the problem of. I don't think the film was deeply doing it. It's just what happens when you have everyone wearing skin tight lycra. Yeah. It'd be like you know, it's just what it is. They're going to be there. Not what you can do about it. I know. It's just. It was just. I think it, it was wasn't just... like fucking Watchmen. No, that's was this true. big swinging blue dick. Fucking flipping into screen every five yeah, minutes, that's distracting true. Like you a, from the, from the distract- nose of a smurf, <laughs> um, <laughs> distracting you from the from the politics. Uh, so, Ozymandias, uh, you've done the crime. Here's my blue knob. I can't think. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had some final sort of like thoughts about the set dressing. We thought the set dressing was. Oh, so we thought we we said earlier a technical thing, but just from a pure filmmaking standard yeah what the fuck like the set like the lighting was terrible in the first scene everyone's really shiny but from so let's say they're facing from let's say stage right Mm. their right hand side will be incredibly shiny yeah and the opposite for the other one which is the it's just that's just piss poor lighting that's like that's that's like that's what happens in a theatre when you literally cannot make better lighting. Yeah. Because you're on a fucking stage in some back alley. Somewhere. Not a hundred million. Yeah, that's fine. Like, if you're on a stage and he's like, oh, you've got spotlighting, what can you do? But this is a film, guys. Yeah. Come on. The set dressing was just odd. So we get up to Reed Richards' apartment, science lab, and there's just three bottles of, like, water cooler 
cooler, like empty water cooler bottles there. Yeah. There's no display there's, of this water cooler anywhere. There's also just a bottle of, um, like this... A oh. single bottle of salt. No, no, no. It was like a six pack of salt in the corner for no reason at all. But it, but it was like not even by a kitchen. It was by the lift. So like Reed Which Richard is... comes in and just goes, I really fancy it. Oh, it's just by me. But like I think that was his rubbish lift. area. Which means that he leaves well, just just rubbish in his house. And not in a bin. normal way where it's in his bin. It's just, he goes, where's my trash drop off? Oh, it's by the lift. And then what, like, Willie the doorman just comes up just and comes up it. and grabs it. Yeah. No, um, Jimmy, sorry, Jimmy, the doorman was called Jimmy. Jimmy or Whitton. He gets punched by Doom, it's very sad. I didn't like any of the prop. The space station set looked like, right, I used to watch a lot of Stargate as a kid. I'm yeah. fully aware of Stargate's budget limitations. Stargate was embarrassed by their space set. Yeah. Or their space station set. It was just. It was. It was clearly two corridors with a bit of felt wrapped around it. What it about... was just guff. It was bloody bollocks. What about the um? The right, clocks. Uh, Reed's room has two clock, two books called Science and Technology, and a clock. Uh, so there's behind a, a mirror or something. Yeah. So there's a photo on one of the dressers, kind of like the room. Was in yeah. the room. Everyone's in the room. Mm. So they just shoved stuff in at the background to make the sets look more interesting. Most of the time it was like fairly innocuous, like it's a boardroom, there's only so many ways so many ways you can fuck up a boardroom. But like this thing when Reed Richards flat. So they had a, a photograph of stuff and like but his clock was behind the photo so you couldn't see it. Yeah. There's about four glo- like no um seven globes. Seven globes <laughs> dotted around on different building on different buildings, um addresses. Yeah. Two books, both called Science and Technology, just labelled on top of each other. And loads of like so, models of the solar system so as well. So we're basically saying the set dressers went. He likes science. What do people who like science just, own? They went, they went to the prop house and they went through the cal- the, the catalogue yeah. and flipped to the science section. Went whatever that is, and then just shoved it in every room they could find. I mean, like, oh, it was it was uh, a. You know what? Actually, it it was it was shit, but it was very entertaining. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it, it. I phased out a couple of times. Yeah, you did. You were like just googling Chris Evans' body. Chris Evans' body. But, I mean, it didn't commit the complete cardinal sin of any film, which is that it's so boring you want to turn it off. Yeah, it, it like the pace was quite rapid. It kept you entertained. There was enough. I think entertained is a strong word. Well, it was stupid. There was enough like, what the fuck? Why do they do that? No one would react like that. Um, just so many things I had questions about. That didn't make any sense. That yeah. I I enjoyed that process of it, and I just enjoyed like yeah, like Chris Evans just being like, "Hey, you know, I'm a renegade." Look at and my stuff. balls. Yeah, look at my balls. I, you know, but I did quite enjoy the sort of. You can always see the seeds, the, the genesis of what would become the Marvel at this point juggernaut. Yeah, like they're all very quippy. The quips weren't quite up to Marvel standard. Yeah, but they, were there. they had them. They had the like a fun quite, montage. The, yeah, the lighting was quite flat. Uh, the costumes look better as long as you don't look at them for too long. Yeah. You know, they sort of... Everyone had very, very prominently... Uh, like, the personalities were very... Obvious. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's like, Marvel has, like, blueprints. Because yeah. they're like, this is the arrogant rich one. This is the lady in very tight clothing with her boobs and... That's not really a character arc. It's not really character arc. It's more it's a characteristic a of, of female... A, of, as much as it's a vague description of 14-year-old boys' posters in his bedroom. Yeah. But yeah, you're entirely correct. You know, sort of. I, I think the Stanley was also feel with it. Stanley wasn't it? But it's also where these failings are. So all the Marvel films recently, like they've all got fantastical technology. Like Iron Man's suit in itself is 
bloody batshit. Yeah. But because they sort of just go, oh yeah, he's super smart. Here's some scenes of him building it in his garage. You go like, all right, yeah, fair enough. I can buy that. Yeah. With the Fantastic Four, it's like, oh, they went to space and got hit by a magic cloud. Yeah. <laughs> nah. So they basically got like caught on a secret level on like Mario World or something. Yeah. It's just no. It's you just can't, I can't buy it. It's just like no, fuck off. Like yeah. that's, that's my main problem. Not a problem, but something I'm worried about perhaps with going on with the Marvel stuff is yeah. Doctor Strange. It's like words be like, nah, fuck off. And also, like, um, like Doctor Strange, uh, my favourite thing about the trailer is a bit where Benedict Cumberbatch, like, looks at his hands in, like, absolute amazement because he just kind of looks at them and goes... I'm a withered. Yeah, he, like, looks at them and goes... Oh! And then he turns around and goes... Oh! And in this film, there was a lot of people looking at their hands. There was, like, at one point, the Reed thing Rich. looking at his hands and then Sue going, my hands are invisible. I mean, she is commanded to look at her hands. No, but that happens, like, there's... And also the thing with everyone kept saying pulling out. <laughs> Like, literally the first like first five minutes are like oh we we're, we're pulling out and i was like of her butt right um and then they <laughs> said it again well, you don't want to get seated no no but they said it like they said it again as they did a pulling out shot because i said they said pulling out again and you thought i meant oh yeah so this is a pulling out shot this is how they do it and i was like yeah i know alec oh, how pulling out yeah, oh, all right patronize me uh but it was also Ellen fact- knows how pulling out works I know that's what i took away from that <laughs> <laughs> i love the catholic method um no but like they- just interrupt us yeah is that- <laughs> that's a priest that's good say it that's uh that's what we name our first child coitus interrupt <laughs> first name coitus last name interrupt us middle name interrupt us last name coitus interrupt us Waddell yeah poor, poor thing poor thing it's alright I want to name one of my child's mistake so the question we had to scramble for this one because I couldn't we, we were going to watch another film but that film couldn't be found anywhere on no. the internet yeah. um, sadly was the hang on what was the question was it what were the what were their genitals like, or which genitals would you rather have? If you had to have one of the Fantastic Four's genitals, which one would you have? I think that was. I think honestly, I still go with Reed Richards. But no. we we have to go through what each genital would look so, like. So let's start. Let's start from the top. Mm. Then the thing. So obviously, I think, his di- I think his dick's a horror. Yeah, I think it's a real terror. I think it's going to be a very big. You know, I think it'll be like you know when you go to the beach. Yeah. And there's always that one geezer on the beach who's made a little sculpture from balancing stones on top of each other. Yeah. That's his cock. So he's got a stony cock. It looks like Rayman's cock. It's just a little, a little series it of little like nodules. Ray- <laughs> like they're not actually connected, like, but they're take, just sort take of Take me still... on that journey. It looks well, like... Well, you know how Rayman, like... It looks know, like an autistic... You know, Ray- yeah. know Rayman. Yeah, so it looks like an autistic man's cock. No, not Rayman. I thought you said... You said no, Rayman. Rayman. <laughs> Rayman. I was like... Not, not Dustin, Dustin Hoffman, not... Not, not Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did it like Rayman? Rayman, the French... Yeah, no, no, I'm with you now. In my brain, I was going, I can see where it's coming from. Maybe if you're autistic, very organised, you really arrange. <laughs> so not, not... No, Okay. <laughs> Like, it's just a series of just, like, bits that aren't really good. <laughs> Can't get over Rain Man's cock. <laughs> so, baby... It's like oh, a normal collected. penis. No, no, no. Rain Man. Fuck off. So, it's like a series of just, like, 
<laughs> loosely connected pebbles that are held together by like some force, <laughs> and that force is autism. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't think it has any real resemblance to a human phallus in any way, shape, or form. You don't think so? You think it's just like someone? Like it's just you... it's just a pile of rocks. That so it's like someone just threw him. a load of. So how does he have sex with Kerry Washington then? Oh, he doesn't. He, oh, he, well, she's blind. She can't tell. He just shoves a finger up or something. Yeah, because they were about the same size he as the penis. He's, he's just bought something from a shop that he can strap around himself. And she's Power. like, oh, the thing. I'm glad your penis is so normal. And he's like, yep, totally like, normal. Oh, is that your face? Not That's a bunch weird. Of, not just a pile of rocks that it's occasionally not, extends out from my body. It's not a bunch of grapes. In a grotesque parody of human sexuality. <laughs> I think it's his fingers, I guess, because they looked... No, but actually his fingers were massive. They were huge. So he's... He had like three. So it's like either he's got a, like, um, an abstract painting of a rock, like, you know, of a penis, or he's got a penis which is the same size as the rest of him, so it's too big to penetrate a woman without killing her. Maybe that's Kerry Washington's special ability. Maybe that's just her thing. Maybe she does yoga. Maybe she does a lot of yoga. A lot of yoga. Maybe she just like wraps she both arms op- around it and goes up <laughs> and down. She does the opposite of Kegels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and relax. Keep relaxing. <laughs> keep... No, relax more. I'm like a barn door in a high breeze. <laughs> oh dear. Like a sausage down a hallway. Uh, Ben's grotesque horror a a real horror show just awful the human torches completely hairless yeah because of the fire I feel that all his body hair is constantly burned off off on a regularity but that would mean he has an ashy dick right at best his dick is ashy at worst it's actively crispy but if it was (laughs) crispy dick crispy dick like so, like like the sad, like a sad chip you get, mm, mm. Like, like like the failed chip, as it were. So his dick is like a crispy chip at it's... the bottom of an oven tray. And also because he's constantly on fire, he no longer feels sensation like a human being. So mm. to make him physically aroused, you have to put so much stimulus into it that it's almost not worth it. Yeah. So you're not even having fun, and because he's... you're just... and he's crying. It's almost like you are working very hard as some sort of carpenter you have yeah. to constantly chisel at this thing like your yeah. arm is going so much or neck or whatever however whatever floats his boat I don't yeah. care because he's so used to the, the raw because he doesn't even feel being on fire yeah how is he going to feel about your sloppy drunk hand job behind the kebab shop at 2am in the morning but yeah but what if you'd like put an ice pack on I'd kill him yeah that's true just wilt it because your bo- like our body like a sad temperature is, what is the, our body temperature is like what 107,000 no, 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 Fahrenheit. His is 209 degrees of numbers. See, I, um, I'm not really good with numbers. What's the what's the human body? I say human body temperature. I don't even want to guess because I'm just going to embarrass myself. Well, don't guess then. Just finish, 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 finish Fill for time. <laughs> 37 degrees Celsius, which is a warm day in so Spain. So he's 200. And he's 200. So he's like. So even you touching him nine times is like being dunked in an ice cold bath. That's yeah. hot. Yeah, but that's like internally, isn't it? It'd be on his skin as well. He'd be, yeah, but it's he'll, like he'll be a few degrees colder on his yeah, skin. Yeah, but I he, have re- he, I have really cold hands. That's just I'm circulation sure my, problem. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe <laughs> they don't have a cure for it. They're like actually. Um, yeah, but we've all got cold hands. We wouldn't put them on a on a loved one. No, so um, well, I do sometimes, and I have to wear socks to bed. My circulation on your hands. So, <laughs> <laughs> socks on my hands. They're called gloves. Um, <laughs> So I've always had really bad circulation and my mum was always convinced it was because I didn't have enough hot meals. She's like, you're eating too much cold food, have some hot meals. And I was like, you know what, mum? 
You're not a doctor. But we are. And you shouldn't Welcome be. Welcome to Geek Care are... Need, the yeah. podcast where we solve all your medical problems. <laughs> Do not try and cure bar poor circulation yeah. with hot meals. Don't just eat hot meals. Well, like, hot meals just stick your fingers you. in your hot meals. That also won't help because then you'll get salmonella. Let's say if his core body temperature was about 200 degrees, even Fahrenheit, yeah. you would feel so cold to him. Mm. He's a man who's on fire, like on the reg, quite a lot. You do you think to, you kings need, of Leon... You, you need to wrap his dick think, in an electric think, blanket and turn it up to full. Like, I don't think you know where I'm going to go with this, but do you think kings of Leon... Their first, their, yeah, they did They did lose their touch after Molly's Chambers, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't really commercial. They, was, they did like a red hot chilli peppers kind of thing, you know? Like, they used to be really good and... And they, they tasted that that sweet tea cash. I'm not going to let you finish. I'm going with this entirely. Do you think? I was just going to say, do you think you're good? Be <laughs> uh, Richard. Yes. No. Let's do Sue Storm first. It's easy. It's normal. A normal invisible vagina. You just got to make but, sure she doesn't get so aroused. You can't work out where she is because she's invisible. But if you're already in and her, you that's stick not... it in her bum bum. By if you're already in her, though, that won't be a problem. That's true. Unless yeah. unless you like slip out. Oh no, that's weird. Because if her so, cause, Oh that'd be horrible if you had sex with an invisible woman. And she comes and she disappears and it's just your cock hovering yeah. there. Oh that'd be really sad. Because also like no one like I'm sure someone who knows, but most people do not know what a penis looks like when it's inside a lady. Yeah. I don't think we want to know. I think that's, that's somewhere true. that science shouldn't travel to. No, no, because you'd be having sex with her and say she got she got really excited and you got really excited and then she went invisible. And then you saw your own, like, sad... Oh, just jism hanging naked. in the air. Yeah, and it just floats up, and then you'd, like, see where it's settled inside <laughs> her. Oh, this is horrible. Okay, if, she's... Uh, I'm no, not no, having no, her genitals. No, no. I'm not having an invisible cock. Also, <laughs> like, like if she's weird. got, like, a coil or something, you just see that floating inside her. Yeah, because Actually, if no, her clothes a... don't go invisible... Yeah, just the stuff... Then would her... Would yeah. impl- so, let's say she's got a bit older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a pacemaker or a... Would you see that? Or a, hip a metal something? Hip? Is she had oh a diaphragm? Is that, you see that? That's it. Oh, just like a little floating, like fucking yeah. what are they called? If flying got, saucer. If she's got her um, period, she's just no. Like, that's part of her. That would go invisible. No, no, no. Tampax. She oh, is invisible. Is there just a tampax hanging? But you're not putting it. No, like if she's got so a tam- they, if she's she... got a tampax in, there is no way. No, 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 but your just, gentleman's no, role no, is fitting no, in no, there as well. No, no, no. General like duties. Okay, so the invisible woman is like it's got general duties. So she, so she goes to war. She goes to like and save. It's just a and she and there's just a tampon. <laughs> just flew in there. And Von Doom's like, what the fuck is that? It's like, wait, Sue. And she's like, okay. Sue, so you're not. You're not. Are you? Yes. Yeah. Distract him for us, mate. Do I'm, do, do I'm just saying. What does she do when she's got a period? Well, I think she menstruates mainly. No, but if she has to go and save, like, because, you know, time doesn't wait for women. Maybe she's got some have... sanitary towels made out of the same material as her invisible, invisible... suit. Oh, she probably just wear an invisible suit, actually. Just, the invisible genitals. Weird. So weird. Causes far too much problems. It'd be so weird. Um, that, was, that was, I think, the best bit. Um, <laughs> Reed Richards. Reed Richards. Rubber dick. Yeah, so they do allude to it in the film, where they're like, oh, he's... He can expand any part of his anatomy, and then he goes... I heard it's a bit limp. Yeah, and, and she like, goes, are you talking about his penis? Yes, his big old cock. His penis is a bit limp. I can see the benefits of having an extendo penis. I, but uh, it does thin it out. 
Yeah. But for the purposes of purposes. Like, because if, if you could, because you know, when he puts his hand in the thing and his yeah. fingers bul- bunch up and then stretch out. If you could do that in reverse, if you could like, almost like put sort of like your back mm. into your region. Yeah. To make it girthier. That oh, could be useful. That would be gross. But then she wouldn't know until she goes invisible. Yeah, well, so you <coughs> you just fill up the space. Almost inflate it manually, yes. I think that would only work because I think that would be I think that'd be horrible. I genuinely think if you're a woman Does Reed Richards have a prehensile penis? Yeah. What? Because if he can stretch it at any point. Yeah. Can he control any part so like you know how So say he's not in the mood, he could Hmm. Yeah. So is it so does it work in the same way that like you know so let's say I reached out Mm. And I went, whoop, rubber arm. Mm. But I can't wiggle my ears. Yeah. Would I, as Reed Richards, still be unable to wiggle my ears? Or could I make my ears droop? Oh, because you could just think it, ears? Is it any part of his muscular control that he already has? Or does he make any part of his body do it? I think it's any part of his body. Because I can't control my nipples. But I, does that mean that he can just shoot them out sometimes? I don't know. Because he didn't do anything in it. It was mainly hands and arms. But then you don't, you're not able to like stretch your chest. But you can feel... Oh. It's like, if he had a prehensile penis, that's a lot more useful than us making it longer. What do you mean by prehensile? Like an elephant's trunk. Right. You can sort of move it around. Oh, what? So if you had, like, like a really... So if you could use it to, like... Pick stuff up, pick up yeah. a pencil, and write a shopping yeah, but list you with it. you just use your hand. But if you... Alright, you're a busy modern gentleman or lady. So you have an extra hand. And you've got two of your hands. So you, your hands are occupied. You're playing, I don't know, you're playing a game or you're tweeting Snap. or you're on Snapchat or something. Yeah. You're like, shit, I need to turn the telly over. I need to watch more Luke Cage come to Netflix. 30th yeah. of September, give us your money. Just <laughs> hey, reach, Marvel sponsor. Reach out your genitals. <laughs> yeah. And hit that control. Hit that button. Hit that button on the oh, telly. Oh, yeah, you would, though. You would. You can either have your, your gentleman's rod or yeah. your lady's so, lips do you know what? stretching out. You know what? I think we've answered the question. You'd just rather have Richard Reed. Fifth limb. Because not only could you use it for the sex, you could also the use sex. it... But you could also use it for picking everyday stuff activities. up, everyday stuff, like... Like, as because... Like the, a little... It, it also doesn't have any downsides. Things penis, pile of rocks, horrifying. Mm. Sue Storm's... Pe- Sue Storm? Sue Storm's vagina slash penis goes invisible terrifying for everyone involved yeah like imagine if somebody was Even like her. imagine if somebody was fucking you and then disappeared yeah you don't need that in your life it'd just be oh Johnny Storm apart from the hairless aspect would save a lot of time shaving yeah if you're into that he might kill you slash he wouldn't enjoy it because or the, or from the other perspective putting your dick in an ice cave the worst yeah. time ever yeah obviously it wouldn't feel like to you but it'd be like putting your dick in the world's hottest oven yeah or having an oven put inside you that's true. He would mostly kill because the women. Because that body temperature is coming through to his skin. Yeah. That's burns. That's no, no, burns but, No, no, no. But then when he's touching women, it's fine. Cause he he's, wearing... ah, he's got gloves on. He's wearing a stupid suit. Oh, that's true. So we don't see the dance. And another time is we don't see... So, cast our minds back to the snowboarding scene. Yeah. He turns on fire in that and ends up in a snowbank. Yeah. Burns all his clothes off. We all see right. a jacuzzi. It then has a shot from between the woman's legs and she drops her ski poles, which is international sign for 
let's fuck. Let's get it on. We don't see her then doing it. He might have killed her on that mountain. We She's don't probably, know. Yeah, she probably died, actually. Which then explain his overcompensation with Thomas is trying to get with all these easy women because he cannot physically love a woman ever again. And also, um, he tries to get into that snowbank to have sex with him and she would have died in there anyway because she would have died of pneumonia. If he's so hot, because the water... So he falls in the snowbank, the snow all melts, but it's boiling around him. Mm. He's boiling that water by himself. Mm. She's getting scalded, at least. Yeah. Reed Richards is the only sensible option. Yeah. Because you can do other things with it. Because you can pick up pencils and write shopping lists. So I think Reed Richards... uh, He wins. Reed Richards wins. Yeah. Well done, Hornblower. Well done. Best penis. And and, and, uh, Miles Teller. Final thoughts. Fantastic Four 2005. Um, What lessons did we learn? It was stupid. It was... uh, Savable. Savable? But like in a, if the could world you, exploded could you fix that film enough to make it work again um no no it's fucked isn't it no because Game over. I think, I I think, think that's, I, that's the first patient who's, who's yeah. dead uh, we have a twitter if you want to tweet us any of your thoughts or comments or ideas um dick pics etc it's uh at geek a and e and we also have a email address. Which I think is the same at gmail. I think it's gmail. Is it geekany at gmail.com? Yeah, I think so. Wait, we have to look it up because... Uh, We're prepared with professionals. Because uh, I was like, we should get an email address. And Alec was like, we have one. Emailing <laughs> me from the email address. It's like, oh. In a spooky fashion. Yeah. yeah. So the Twitter account is at geek a and e. A, and is a word, not the symbol, because... Um, you can't put symbols in <laughs> Twitter handles. Yeah. And it's the same thing for the Gmail account. Cool, that was another episode of Geek A&E. Yeah. Podcast where we... Um, I mean, it started Talk out as bullshit. this idea... It started out as this grand idea to sort of assess bad comic book films. Mm. And I feel we strayed off message a bit, but I quite like it. Yeah, we basically just do whatever the fuck we want because... Uh, We're rebels and shit. Yeah, because, you know, like life, it's like contrived and you just do what you want, it's guys. Pretty, pretty deep, you know, yeah. man. Well, thanks for listening to another episode. Tweet us, email us, Facebook us, Snapchat us, Instagram us. <laughs> Bebo us. Uh, Google Plus us. LinkedIn us. Put us on your MySpace. <laughs> uh, send us a carrier pigeon, smoke signal, um, cave drawing. S- semaphore. Semaphore. Semaphore That's a good us. one. Yeah. Uh, some fan art would be nice if you could draw me. Oh, yeah. With give a flaming us, give penis. Us some fan That'd be art. sick. Yeah, any flaming, flaming penises. Um, any of the genitalia from any of the gen- Choose your favourite. Fantastic Four genitals and send them in yeah. P.O. Box <laughs> um, and we'll read them out for your Brist- birthday on Brist- the show. Yeah, Bristol. Like CBeebies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that'd be good. That'd be a good thing. That'd be good. That would be good. Yeah, if it's your birthday, you want a birthday. You want a birth if you want a birthday. <laughs> if you want a birthday message. If it's want- not if it's not your birthday and you want a birthday message, even better. If you want to hire us for your birthday, we can come along and get pissed and, and bitch just- about <laughs> films. <laughs> And sit in, in the, the corner in the corner room and people just dip in and dip out it's give nice. us two bottles of uh, cheap wine white wine how dare you these were four pounds each four pounds each I know for I little t- well thank you little I spent 13 quid